Hello, this is episode 274 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha Rani. This episode is on the dark side of people and its uses. It's very much inspired by Jung. I'm going to quote a number of his quotes during the podcast. And the first one is, One does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. And the more well-known one is knowing your own darkness is the best method for dealing with darkness of other people. When I'm working with people, I often point to well-known successful people in different fields or celebrities with their personalities. And these people are not always perfect. They can, in fact, have a body of work that's incredible but not be a very nice person. And I found myself doing this again during the week, working with the family. And a really good example of this is Woody Allen. He's prolific in his work, and he has a very specific way of seeing the world and of being a director. And there's a very specific talent set associated with him. But he's very obviously not a very nice person. And you know, when publishers are pulling your book deals because of the controversy surrounding your personal life, it can become very difficult to navigate this and to know what to do for the best. But a few months ago, I recorded a podcast after a conversation with one of my own tribe on heroes and the whole sense of putting people on a pedestal and the actual advantages in seeing their weaknesses And I started that conversation with the person because I'm always surprised when I work with younger people that they don't have any heroes. And it's one of the aspects that I most encourage people to find, to find people to inspire them, but to also look at their biography and their lives and sort of take it apart and to see their journey, but also to see their weaknesses and to see their failings. And I went on to record a podcast on Gandhi afterwards because I have a number of issues with him on a personal level, but it doesn't take away from the legacy of work that he's left behind. And there's an aspect of needing to stand away from it and to see his life and to see why he saw sex as a burden because of his child marriage and to put yourself in his position in what he did experienced in his life and why he would end up writing an essay feeling that it had like almost, you know, taken 25 years off his life. But growing up in Ireland with the hypocrisy of the church, where they abused people but promoted sex as being a sin almost, I have a fundamental problem with anyone that makes sex a bad thing or something to not be spoken about because it's been a big part of the power of the church and the power of abuse in Ireland, the fact that we haven't spoken about a lot of things. And this doesn't mean that I don't feel that people undervalue sex in a lot of ways. For me, it's always felt almost spiritual. It is a very sacred space. So there's all that, those aspects to, to navigate. But it's only when you start to look at famous people's lives and look at their work and look at all of the sides that you start to see all the possibilities. And this is what I'm always presenting to people in finding people with similar personalities and with talents for them to look at, but not necessarily to just shy away from people because they're not perfect.
or because there's a trail of destruction from them in, in their personal arena. It's worth looking at that and understanding why they're that way. And yet another quote from Jung on this, your perception will become clear only when you can look into your own soul. So it's only when you can look at why this doesn't resonate for you or where you think the challenges are with it or why you don't think it's acceptable in society or why you feel someone behaves in that way. It's only when you start to really pick it apart do you get a full picture. There's a lot of people who've been tripped up in recent times and even Inside Timer this week shared a quote from a Confederate general. And I can't remember the quote, and in fact, I don't want to avoid energy in it. But I came across the same quote a few months ago, and I sort of looked at it, and it didn't feel right to me. It's almost like as if I have some sort of internal homing beacon for the energy of things, and I will often find myself searching, was this person or that person racist? And usually it'll come up that they were in some way, and that their life was very checkered. And I won't use quotes by people who are outrightly racist. But it's not, it's not always obvious. I had a real niggle around Washington last year. I used to quote. And I did quite a bit of research because obviously I haven't studied American history in school. And I, I, it's still, I, I didn't really find much. But a few months later, I did. And he categorically, personally had slaves. So again, that's a quote that can't be used. But it was, it was a bizarre quote because it almost ended up being sort of, in one sense, his actual words were the, the plague that needed to be, the earth needed to be ridden of. So we needed to lose people and the, the status of people such as himself as much as we need to lose the words. So there was a certain irony in having used it. Rudyard Kipling is another one that I had to search to make sure that I hadn't used his words. And I won't ever, himself and another group of British writers were huge advocates for the black brain being lesser. So it can be surprising sometimes where you come up against these clashes. They can be very renowned figures. And yet I find myself presenting less than perfect people to others that I work with. And I sometimes have to separate out the art from the artist. And Harry Potter is a great example of this at the moment. But by asking people to look at their talents and to look at their good, but also showing them the darkness to avoid and the, the ways to have a debate and the ways not to have a debate, the ways to be secure, the ways to be insecure, the effect of that on others. So you can start to stretch out a much more constructive conversation than just avoiding using material because it falls in one category or another. There's much to be learned by looking at people as a whole and looking at their behavior and looking at their judgments and looking at their mistakes that they make and looking at the best that they can be. And one last quote on this from Jung is, everything about other people that doesn't satisfy us helps us to better understand ourselves. And that's the, the big purpose that I always have in presenting less than perfect individuals to people to look at is for you to have a better understanding of yourself and have a better understanding of the mistakes that have been made historically. It's not simply about avoiding quotes or words or material because we can look at it now and put it in one camp or another. There's much more to be learned.
there's much more for you to experience. There's much more development in it for yourself to become a better person and for you to look at the own, your own darkness inside and not just avoid everything.